0: Thanks for joining us for this edition of Forward Church Online. Today's podcast was recently recorded at one of our live worship experiences. We hope you enjoy today's message. Now prepare your heart to hear a word from God today. So, the title of the message for a few moments is Where is the Glory? It's going to be a story, and then another story, and then we'll close. These scriptures I'd like to give to you, 1 Samuel chapter 4, verse 21. And she named the child Ichabod, saying, The glory is departed from Israel. Hmm. Jeremiah 2.11 says, Has a nation changed gods, lowercase g-o-d-s, when they were not gods, but my people have changed their glory for that which does not profit? Wow, so that gang leader, huh, was right. Everything that the enemy gives to you is a counterfeit because there's no profit in the world. Oh, by the way, the final analysis isn't the data from the end of your life, but what it's going to look like when you stand before the Lord. Just because your bank account is flushing with extra, and you've got property, and you've got more property, and you've got boats, and you've got this, and you've got that, that is not the final, hmm. your final, your EOC will come before the Lord when you stand in his presence, the Bible says, my people have changed their glory for that which does not profit, Psalm 106 verse 20, thus they changed their glory, huh? Likened into an ox that eats grass. Hmm. And then my favorite verse, and then into the life of King Saul. Let's just put the Holy Spirit in there as Siri. Ephesians 4.30 says, don't grieve God and don't break his heart. His Holy Spirit moving and breathing in you is the most intimate part of your life. Making you fit for himself. Don't break God's heart. Hmm. Don't grieve God. Hmm. Holy Spirit. God the Father, God the Son, God the Holy Spirit. So let's get into the story now of this man named Saul. It was God's idea to put him in a position and to give him the opportunity to serve. Gosh, this time is crazy. It is God who's put you where you are, not to serve yourself, but to serve others. The glory of the Lord in your life will begin to lift when it's about you and not him. One of my colleagues said uh, just recently, uh, gosh, how are you going to balance this? We already had this set to honor you as our uh, former principal, but you've got one that's at the same time. And then I said, well, I had a mother that was pretty cool. She was an awesome lady, phenomenal teacher. Not all teachers are in the classroom. Hmm. And she said, if you want to be successful in life, spell for me joy. You know, I just felt like, you know, how indignant. Asking me, a high school student, to spell joy. Are you kidding me? I mean, I did go to Washington Elementary School. I I did go to West Junior High School. Yeah, back in the day, it was called Junior High School, not Middle School. Hmm, the changes. She said, but would you just spell for me joy? Okay, I can. J-O-Y. And she said, what does that spell? And I was like, you know, you're getting under my skin. Doesn't it sound like the Holy Spirit conversation? Like you're getting under my skin, Holy Spirit. I said, okay, I don't know. I mean, that's a good place to start. Especially when you talk about the GPS. Whoops, the GPS. Did you notice the transition? She said, okay, I will. I want to give this to you because you're not living by it right now. Well, thanks. That's what, hello? You know, you want teachers who tell you the truth. Not what you want to hear, what you need to hear. I turned in a big assignment the other day. By the way, just because you have some downtime, does that mean you should take it off? I'm just putting some stuff out there. You filter it through. And I checked my grades this morning and it came back. But there was a remark by the professor and it was like, you know, you could kind of tune this a little bit. So my mother was trying to tune and maybe this is part of the problem with King Saul. He wasn't willing to be tuned. He knew he was appointed and anointed, so get out of the way. Boy, there's arrogance in the body of Christ, and it always starts at the top. Not God, nor the Son, nor the Holy Spirit, but those that he has appointed and anointed. I'm going to give you the story in just a moment. I'm going to show you eight things. See, I'm still in school. I'm going to show you eight things. That's what I started to do. And so my mother said, here it is. Jesus, others, and you. There's a lot of dwarfs out there, isn't there? Jesus, others, and you. Huh. Just think if my mother could have taught King Saul. <laughs> Sorry. Okay. <laughs> Come on, y'all. You gotta be kidding me. My mother just went home to be with the Lord maybe a year and a half or so ago. King Saul was around a long time ago. But if he could have understood J-O-Y, it could have saved Jonathan. Jonathan who had a kindred spirit with David, but it was broken because of his father. Are you all serious? You all want to go home? The bell hasn't rung yet. Jesus, others, and you. Here we go. Let's move now quickly. I want to give you these eight. Maybe you can gather four. Maybe you can gather one. It will make a difference in your Jonathan. Jonathan died on the battlefield just like Saul. Saul ended up taking his own life. You can be appointed, anointed, and still commit suicide. That would be Saul. Are, are you here this morning? But see, if I was God, I would never put these kind of stories in a book that I'm the author of. I don't want anyone to know that kind of history. See how honest God is? See how dishonest the God of this world is? So let's get into this real quick, and I want to move to the finish line. So what would cause God's glory to leave? Number one, failing to listen to the Spirit of God, your GPS. Listen real close. Samuel, verse 1 in 1 Samuel 15. Samuel said to Saul, God sent me to anoint you king over his people, Israel. Now listen again to what God says. When I'm not listening, I'm about to reroute my life in the lives of others. Number one, listen to the Holy Spirit. Listen to the Holy Spirit. We're leaving Chick. No, excuse me. We were leaving Zaxby's yesterday, and Joshua has a game at two. He's got to be there at one. So I'm trusting Joshua. Big mistake. 90 years of age, 15 years of age. I'm playing with you. Because I like to mess with young people's minds because I'll never forget what a girl said to me down the stretch at Levy Learn Academy. She said two things, and I made a response too. She said to me, you're old and you're stupid. And I said, you're ignorant and in handcuffs. True. True. In fact, I even have one of my colleagues here today. You can go ask and say, did he really say that? Yeah. Because she needed some juice. Because she laid that out there, I just gave her a little something back. Man, please never ever read everything by the title. You may be surprised what's inside that book. Huh. Oh, the Holy Spirit is here. Oh, that person's old. Oh, that person doesn't have anything to offer anymore. Uh, da, 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 da. Okay. You might want to listen to the Holy Spirit. Number two, verse two and three. I'm about to get even with Amalek for ambushing Israel when Israel came up out of Egypt. Here's what you are to do. This is Samuel speaking to King Saul. Please stay with me. He gets direct instruction. He gets direct instruction instruction. He gets differentiated information and he is to do exactly what Samuel told him to do. Samuel was the prophet of God. Number two, failing to follow the direct instructions of the Holy Spirit of God, listen, will lift the glory off your life. I don't need God's glory. I'm an hourglass. I'm buffed. I'm built. I got the latest. You haven't got anything. And neither do I. (laughs) Number one, failing to listen to the Spirit of God. Number two, failing to follow the direct instructions of the Spirit of God. Sometime this afternoon I'm going to go back into my online class and I want to look a little bit deeper to see exactly what my professor is talking about so that I don't make that mistake again. Though he didn't charge that against my grade, I don't need to do that again because the next time he may. Now just go upstairs and think about God. He may let you get off with that one time, but do it again and see what happens. Oh, the Holy Spirit's here. (laughs) Huh, (laughs) huh. Number three, we're talking about Saul. Verse seven to nine. So after he was told what to do and they were not to bring anything back, everything was to be demolished and destroyed. Listen to, listen to this verse. I'm trying to save some time. You ought to read the story in 1 Samuel 15. Saul and the army made an exception for Agag, Rutro, Rutro. I can tie that right into our school system right here. Because I have a certain name, and I come from a certain place, you're going to give me this privilege. Wrong. Listen, Saul and the army made an exception for Agag. Listen closely. Number three, making exceptions with the Spirit of God will lift the glory. Well, God doesn't mind. It's okay. I'm just giving you God's Word, ladies and gentlemen. Let's go back over the first three. What will cause the glory of God to lift from your life? The presence of God. Listen, the Bible says there came a time in his life, are you with me this morning? Are you listening? That the Spirit of the Lord left Saul and he didn't even know it. That's freaky. That's scary. That unnerves me. Number one, failing to listen to the Spirit of God. Number two, failing to follow the direct instructions Of the Spirit of God. Number three. Making exceptions with the Spirit of God. If nothing else. This boy right here. Is paying attention. Long after this message. About this right here. You know why? Because I've got some Jonathans in my life. I have three children. I've got granddaughters. And on top of that. Now I've got an incredible responsibility. In Chiefland. At the school level. Man I better watch myself. Because the God that put me there can also be the God that takes me out of there. (laughs) You know why most people don't respect other people? Because they don't respect God. Number four. Number four, verse 10 and 11. Then God spoke to Samuel, I'm sorry I ever made Saul king. He's turned his back on me. He refuses to do what I tell him to. Number four, refusing, I know it's so simple you can't miss it, because I don't try to make things up. I just take it right from God's Word and then put my points together. Refusing to do what the Spirit of the Lord says will always cause His presence to lift. So if you're a butthole in the classroom, that's a picture of what you're like at home. If you're constantly filled with animosity towards those who are over you at the workplace, that's a reflection of your relationship with Jesus Christ. (laughs) What causes the glory of the Lord to lift? There's just three more, and then we're going to close with a story. Number five, verse 13. As Samuel came close, Saul called out, God's blessings on you. Sounds like America, doesn't it? I accomplished God's plan to the letter. My letter? His letter? My theory, His theory. Come on, church. Verse 14, Samuel said, So what's this I'm hearing? This bleeding of the sheep? This mooing of the cattle? He lied to the Spirit of God. He lied to the Holy Spirit. No, that was Samuel. No, Samuel was the prophet who gave him the information. He lied to the GPS. Listen to what he said. Look look at this. So that's why I'm a little guarded when people go, God bless you. What's behind that? Ooh, I I feel the spirit of the Lord here. I'm going to read it again. Samuel came close. Saul called out, God's blessings on you. I have accomplished God's plan to the letter, liar. And Samuel, being the man of God who he was, said, so what's this that I'm hearing? Why are these cattle and and why are these sheep? Is it my imagination? But I'm hearing something. There was nothing to be left when they went to battle. Number six, how how many are getting at least one or two going, you know, I got to check my... Listen, this is no big deal to you until you drive in the midnight hours and you better trust... The information they're giving when you're going where you've never been before. Man, I love to preach. There was no way that I was, once I left the Atlanta area and got out of Georgia and got up into South Carolina. And on top of that, I've got those Buckeye stickers on the back of my car. And I'm going into the Clemson area. God, they might shoot me. See, see, you might not be thinking about that right now, but what do you think about when you're out where you you don't know where you're going and you don't know how to get there? You start having these random thoughts. Come on, church. It's time for us to pay attention to these principles that brought down not only King Saul, but killed Jonathan. Here we go, 6, 7, and 8, real quick, and we're done. Verse 16, enough. Interrupted Samuel. Let me tell you what God told me last night. Saul said, go ahead, tell me. (laughs) Holy Spirit. I'm going to give you just what I underscored in red. So why did you not obey God? Why did you grab all this loot? Why with God's eyes on you all the time? That scares the heck out of me. When I'm up there at the high school, when I'm over there on the middle school campus, when nobody else is watching me, guess whose eyes are on me? Let me read it again. Why did you disobey God? Why did you grab all this loot? Loot means all the cash, all the stuff that would make him even better. He was already, he was very good looking. He was a very good looking man. He was the king over Israel. He's got everything at his disposal. Why does he need more? Because he was a dwarf. Why, with God's eyes on you all the time, did you brazenly carry out this evil? The Bible says in Jeremiah that the heart is deceitful and desperately wicked. Who can know it? Failing to heed the voice of the Lord will lift the Spirit of God off your life. Two to go. I'm almost there. I'll do it quickly. Verse 20, 21. And Saul, this is what dwarfs do. Y'all love your pastor this morning? huh? Listen to what he did. This is what dwarfs do. Saul defended himself. What are you talking about? I did obey God. I did the job God sent for me. Not everything. God wants it all done. When you see people defending themselves, you're looking at a dwarf. The... Defending yourself before the Lord is the sign that the presence of God is lifting off your life. You need to really read the whole story. Last one. Verse 22 and 23, I'm going to skip down, tighten it up. Getting self-important around God is far worse than making deals with your dead ancestors. Here you go. Because you said no to God's command, he says no to your kingship. Whew. Well, and this is what I said to myself as I was studying this week, somewhere, sometime. I said, well, that was, and it's so gnarly. It's so nasty. Well, that's King Saul. I would never do that. (laughs) Are you kidding me? Let me read it again. This is coming out of the Message Bible. Getting self-important around God is far worse than making deals with your dead ancestors. Because you said no to God's command, he says no to your kingship. Number eight, saying no to the Spirit of God will lift the glory of God off your life. Jonathan Excuse me. Jonathan was nowhere to be found, but Jonathan was going to be caught in the thicket of war and he was going to die on the battlefield because of his daddy. We need daddies who will not be like Saul. I'm going backwards now. I'm giving you these eight and I won't stop To give any kind of information, I believe the Spirit of the Lord is resting heavy upon our hearts. Number eight, saying no to the Spirit of God. Defending yourself before the Lord. Number six, failing to heed the voice of the Lord. Lying to the Holy Spirit. Refusing to do what the Spirit of the Lord speaks. Making exceptions. God help me as an administrator. Making exceptions. Failing to follow the direct instructions of the Lord. I thought that was pretty cool when he was talking about direct instructions because differentiated and direct instruct is very important for, for students. And number one, failing to listen to the Spirit of God. There's eight of them. Oh, thank God this is over. Man, that was so boring. Jeez. No, I'm, I'm role-playing right now. King Saul, that had nothing to do with me. The glory. Who cares about the glory of God? (sniffs) (sniffs) I got it all. I'm everything. So we're leaving. uh, Stay with me. So we're leaving Zaxby's. Thank you, Holy Spirit, for stopping me and not bringing that out at that point. And so uh, Robin and Linda, that Linda would be Robin's mother. Oh, did I mess with her? (laughs) I had so much fun. It was well worth all that driving. They're riding together and Josh and I jump in the blazer and I said, okay, Josh. I said, what well, time you got to be there? Dad, Dad, it's 12.45. I got to be there in 15 minutes. Well, Josh, I, you know, I, sometimes I can't be quiet. Son, I can tell 15 minutes, dude. Okay. All right, let, let's go. We start to pull out and I say, all right, Josh, listen. I'm trusting you. Which way do I need to turn? Dad, make a right. Okay, son, chill. Chill. (laughs) Chill, man. So, you know, when that kind of stuff starts, it just causes me to go just a little slower. And so we're heading through, Lord knows wherever, somewhere in Greenville. And I'm, I'm talking to him. I said, so how, are, you, are you game ready? Are you locked in? Yes, Dad. Dad, we got 12 minutes. Okay, Josh. It's all right. Dude, we're good. Keep going down the road. I'm really cognizant of the time and also the speed because I am in South Carolina territory and Clemson and my stickers and all that. And you never know. that might be a Clemson police officer. And he's having a great day. So I'm really checking myself. Seriously, that's me. You need to speed up. No, son. I'm going to do the speed limit. We go a little bit further and I go, Josh, this doesn't look familiar to me. This doesn't look... We didn't come this way, son. Okay, just a minute. Not me. Josh, I'm driving. Son... Check out your girlfriend. See how she's doing. Dad, can't you shut up? Not right now, because I like it when it gets a little hot like that. (laughs) So he he does his thing. Directions to Greenville, South Carolina, please. So Joshua's doing that, and he goes, oh, my God. I said, oh, you're calling on the Lord? No, Dad, I'm just saying. (laughs) What's wrong, son? We're going the wrong way. Josh, Joshua, I ask you, I ask you, I asked you when we were leaving Zaxby, which way? You said, go right. And I was listening. And I did what you told me to do. <laughs> Stuff all ties into the message. I, I, I'm, I'll, I'll be out of your way. Okay, Josh, what do we need to do? Well, she said you have to turn around. You better turn around right now. Josh, I can't turn right here. Settle down, Robin. It's okay. Ooh, and then the eyes start to roll, and I'm loving it. So we get turned around, and the next thing that comes out of his mouth, "Dad, we've got eight minutes. I'm gonna be late. I'm gonna be late." I said, "Josh, it's not on me, dude." I'll be quiet. Why, why didn't you, why didn't you go ahead and ask Siri? I mean, everything we've done since we've been here is through Siri. Why? Why? Because I already knew, Dad. Are you okay, Josh? Just drive and get me there. Okay, son. <laughs> and I'm loving the bird. Just <laughs> driving. I start whistling. How many more lights Joshua? We have three more lights and that's three miles and you've got four minutes. Step on it. Okay Josh. I'm doing the best I can. Josh wasn't that a police officer that just went by? I need to slow down just a little bit. Hey guess what Josh? Oh and of course I got to juice it a little bit. Hey Jockabed. It's one of his nicknames. Guess what? What, Dad? This looks familiar. Oh, oh. Sometimes, Dad, this this looks familiar. Remember that right there? Look at that church. We passed this before. All right, all right. How we doing, Josh? Because I didn't carry my watch and I didn't have my phone out. How we doing, Josh? You have two minutes. Hey, Josh, guess what? Got a half mile to go. Hey Josh, why don't you give her a kiss? Shall we pray? Thanks for tuning in to this edition of Forward Church Online. At Forward, we believe that God speaks to each one of us individually, directing our lives and giving us focus. It is our desire that you would experience Christ and pursue His purpose for your life. One of the easiest ways to draw close to God is by connecting with the local church. Get started today by visiting myforwardchurch.org to find out all the ways that you can give, serve, and grow.